comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. You're listening to the Jersey Shore Podcast. Welcome to Jersey Shore. This is Jordan from Jersey. Hey, this is our first episode, and because it is, and we're still figuring out how to do the bunch of people recording in one room setup, which I've never done before for podcasts, really, not on a, a normal schedule anyway, there were some audio problems, at least for the first couple minutes. So just a warning, the audio doesn't sound great as soon as I stop talking here and go into the episode proper, but it does get better after about five or six minutes, and uh, I hope you enjoy. I didn't want to lose this episode because, hey, you get to meet my buddy Pierce and find out a little bit what he's about, and uh, we'd have to re-record the whole thing, and then you lose the spontaneity. Who wants that? Anyway, enjoy Jersey Shore. This is our first episode. We hope there will be many more, and we hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the first test of Jersey Shore. Uh, we'll know, you'll know if it's a test or whether it's the actual first episode, if you actually hear it. Because if it's a test that we don't like at all, you won't hear it. I'm Jordan from Jersey, you may know me from, uh, the Legion of Dudes podcast or the Walking Dead TV podcast, which you can find at hhwlod.com. And this is my buddy Pierce. Hi, Pierce. Hey, I'm Pierce, also from Jersey. If you know me, well, then you're from Jersey, so good job on that. (laughs) Or one of the other places you've lived. But, uh... I'm known for doing more in-depth podcasts, be it for TV or for comic books or even do movie shows, and they're fun. I enjoy them, but I also really enjoy podcasts where it's just good friends hanging out who are somewhat entertaining, talking about things they enjoy. And when they can do it in the same room, that's all the better. So this show, as I envision it anyway, is going to be me and whatever friends from New Jersey I happen to be hanging around with who I consider at least semi-entertaining. So, Pierce, you're at least semi-entertaining. Congratulations. Wonderful. That's what I've been doing most of my life. <laughs> so, uh, I have no podcasting experience. I should uh, denote that. But, well, other than listening. I listen to about seven a week. I have a 30-minute commute to work every day. So, I'm kind of used to the format. Um, but I'm more used to the sitting around, talking to people to random hours in the, in the morning about who knows what. So, that's my expertise. Yeah, so Pierce and I do that a lot. And we kind of figured if we're going to do it, shouldn't we record it? Make ourselves well-known for there are rants. There are lots of people on the internet who listen to much worse things than this. So Exactly. And much better. So, uh, first order of business, this is going to be a show where we just kind of talk about whatever we want. It's going to be loose, but it's going to be directed on some type of topic. And the topic we started talking about before we recorded, and I went, no, 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 wait, 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 we should hold that for recording, was comic books. We're both nerds. We're going to talk about nerdy stuff. It won't always be nerdy stuff, but there's going to be a lot of nerdy stuff. Spoilers is mostly nerdy. Just, just more. Yeah, nerdy. there's going to be some spoilers here. We're going to be talking, I think, first about a, two books we both really enjoy. I uh, haven't read New yet. Okay. So. Well, Avengers and New Avengers, both written by Jonathan Hickman. You haven't read this issue, but you, have you read the first two? Yes, I read the okay, first so two. he's read the first two. Uh, we've got issue three. Of New Avengers here, we've also got issue five of the Adjectiveless Avengers, both written by Jonathan Hickman. Like I said, we've both read through all of his Fantastic Four FF run. Uh, right? I picked up at FF one, so whatever that transition. Okay, was. so you missed a lot of good stuff, but yes. you also read a lot of good stuff. Um, I've read all of it. I'm currently rereading through it again, just like in one big chunk. I'm almost to the end, and oh dear God, it's so good. Um, but so we're going to be talking about Avengers and New Avengers, what we've read so far. There's going to be some spoilers, just warning you, but uh, 
this is one of those types of books that even with spoilers, they're still in setup mode. It's issue five and issue three. Um, I'm sure there will be big things to spoil later down on the road yeah. because knowing Hickman, that's how he writes. But uh, thus far, there's some really interesting stuff. There's some really cool stuff. But even with the spoilers, you should still check it out. So don't be scared off because, oh, I don't want everything ruined. You, you can't have books this good ruined. Yeah. So Avengers, uh, it's on issue five. They did a, a short little introduction arc in uh, issue one of arguably, I think, my new favorite villain. Uh, well, I mean... Ex Nihilo. Ex Nihilo. Oh, well, I mean, sure, he looks like a yellow Dr. Manhattan, but, you know, whatever. But with horns. With with horns and a cool, you know, Omega So uh, It's pretty neat. Uh, they did a, a nice three-issue arc introducing those characters, and then uh, the most recent issues, I would say, are introducing the new members of the team, right? They're, they're introducing the three kind of new heaviest hitters, the three characters that we know the least about. Everybody else is... Established in some way in the Marvel Universe, these three are variations on established characters, to say the least. But at least for issue four, issue four still picked up right where issue three left off. It continued oh, that arc. True. Yeah, issue five, not so much, but it still tied in a little bit. There were still ties to the big, the big thing that happened issue one through three, which was yeah. bombs were being sent from Mars up there down to Earth, over to Earth. Biobombs. Yeah, biobombs that were, like, transmortifying the people of Earth in several cities into new evolved creatures. So the Avengers go up to fight these three new villains, Ex Nilio, Aleph, and Abyss. Um, They get their butts handed to them, and they, the villains, send Captain America back to Earth as a fireball message of warning, and they capture the rest of the team. So Captain America uh, assembles the rest of the Avengers, and they come back, and um, the day is saved by Pi and Captain Universe, who we'll find out more about in issue six. Yeah, so that should be interesting, because I know nothing about Captain Universe. I, I know a little bit about Captain Universe. I've read some of the issues where Spider-Man was Captain Universe um, from back in the day. I've seen the character pop up in other places. This one, it's still unclear whether it's Monica Rambeau, Hickman has said it's not, but all points kind of point to, all clues kind of point to it being her. I think he's probably caging his answer of no, it's not her, by she's actually dead and this is the power cosmic using her body, but it's just the power cosmic, which explains why she's so confused and talking about pie. Yeah, that was, that was a whole like weird, and it was, yeah, that whole pie thing really made literally no sense to me. And you um, say that as a guy who loves pie. Oh, I, well, I mean, I prefer cake. Let's just get that out of the way. But, oh, yes. No, uh, Unless it's pudding pie. I love me some chocolate pudding pie. That's true. I don't, I don't remember that last time I had that. Uh, but So here's, here's my thing, and I've realized this with Hickman. Either he's a complete genius, and some of it goes over my head, or... Which is possible. Or we give him so much credit, the man doesn't actually know what he's doing. Because <laughs> there are some things that I'm just like... Okay, this literally makes no sense. I'm sure in some way it'll tie in later and it will all make sense. But, like, uh, if I can jump ahead to issue number four. Let's pause real quick first. Because, dear listeners, if you're wondering, you thought this audio quality is not that great. It's probably because I'm using my internal microphone and never switched over to the good microphone. So we're going to pause now and switch. Good. Uh, So, jumping back to issue, or jumping ahead to issue number four. Which is the Hyperion issue. The Hyperion issue. One a guy I've never heard of before. Okay. Um, <laughs> Squadron Supreme? N- nope, those are just magical words. Basically, he, he, what I was, I was saying about um, John Hickman either being a super genius or a dude that we give him so much credit and he doesn't actually really know what he's doing, talking about multiple Hyperions. And 
At, it took me a minute to realize he was just talking about, oh, one dude and he has, mul- you know, he has layers, to, like, you know. Yes, which yes. is important because there are also multiple Hyperions in the Marvel Universe. That's what I figured at first. I was like, okay, that seems like, you know, oh, there's multiple Captain Marvels, whatever kind of thing. But then it took me a while to realize that there's a Hyperion that rescues children from burning buildings, and then there's a Hyperion that's a complete jerk and sends those children to prison for no apparent reason. <laughs> I did not understand that at all, but whatever. Okay. So th- that issue was a little rough. Uh, I just didn't fully understand it, AIM. And, and actually, it did hit on one thing um, that I was really excited for, seeing what they were doing with it, was, I guess, the seventh crash site, which, I mean, once you yes, read the comic... which was Norway, right? Is that right? And somewhere with a lot of snow. Uh, that's all I, I remember. I think it was Norway, like, in the Arctic Circle. Um, but if, if Norway's even in the Arctic Circle. Uh, this maybe, is not a geography podcast. Because it would I, I, be really. an awful geography podcast. But if, what they do with this, this frost biobomb... Um, and how that transitions to things. Um, but yeah, the whole thing with Hyperion and the little pygmy zebra people, I really didn't understand that at all. In the Savage Land, you're saying? Yeah, in the saying. Savage Land. I think he was adopting them. I didn't think he was putting them into prison. Well, no, but that's what I meant. Like, he goes from sending children that he rescued from a burning building in prison from this alternate Earth to now... I don't remember him sending children to prison. Yeah, you don't remember that? He, like, swoops in, he, and he talks about this one Hyperion that's all about rescuing people, and he t- he's flying away from a burning building with a child in his arms. He sets this child down, and then there's these military guys that are ushering this child into a car, and it talks about the other Hyperion that just saw molecules and, you know, things orbiting nuclei. I don't and... think they were taking him to prison, though. Where would th- Where would military people take a small child, then? to his parents. They're like the cops. They're space cops. Okay, but they didn't say anything. It was talking about the evil Hyperion. So, I don't know I don't things. think they were saying he was Hyperion. He was evil, just distant. Oh, or Captain okay. Manha- Dr. Manhattan-ish. Okay, alright, that's fair. Um, yeah, I did not think he was putting that kid in prison. Which I is why I was like, head. I thought he was saying he put, he put the Savage Lands kids into prison. I was like, no, he like adopted them. No, yeah, that's he's what I didn't like understand either. I didn't, yeah. Now he's, yeah, he's basically God to a bunch of pygmy zebra people. I don't understand that either. But yeah, there's a lot of things about Hickman I don't understand. And we'll get back to issue four, I think, when we move over to New Avengers, because there's some tie-ins, definitely. Yeah, oh, that was very blatant. Um, But then to jump ahead to issue number five, I actually really like that issue. Issue number five is the one that focuses on Smasher. Yes. Smasher is, well, the the title of Smasher refers to a huge number of characters from the Imperial Guard, which uh, X-Men readers will know, um... Marvel Cosmic readers will know if you've read, like, a lot of Guardians of the Galaxy, Inhumans-type stuff, especially recently. Or um, if you watch that Juggernaut video from, like, ten years ago, that's the Mohawk dude that they're talking well, about. Well, that's Gladiator. That's Gladiator. Oh, see, Gladiator. I, that's all I knew him was Gladiator the Mohawk school. dude. Kellogg. Kellogg. He's Superman, essentially. Yeah, that's what I figured. His black costume school, his regular costume's kind of dumb, but it stuck around for a long time. Anyway, the joke with Smashers is Smashers always die. Okay. They are the red shirts of the Imperial Guard. Okay. It just kind of has become this joke over time. Smashers always die. This, however, is the first human smasher. And this issue actually ties directly back into New X-Men issue 122, I believe. Um, there's a whole... Th- the, the flashback, not the previously in Avengers one, but the outer space then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm showing it to Pierce. That's X-Men, New X-Men 122. If you use the Marvel AR... Yeah. It actually gives you some of the panels from that original issue, but also has heard some other people talking about it. So this was years ago, was the Smasher not make, delivering his message to Earth. And now we're picking up years later when um, this new character finds the visor and becomes the first human member of the Imperial Guard. See, which was something that I actually was pretty easily able to jump into being the Green Lantern fanboy that I am. Um, I mean, Nova Corps is a little bit more Green Lantern. 
Yeah, but, but I mean they, the same idea. The the first human, you know, in this race of galactic guardian kind of people, and um, I did I did like, however, that Smasher is only one type, and there's like manta rays and Smashers, and yes, all they, the different they have types their different, them. which is kind of new. We've always known that when an Imperial Guardsman or Guardswoman dies, a new person, alien, whatever, being fictionally politically correct here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Will take their place. Yeah. What this this whole idea of sub guardians and super guardians, which is introduced here, which is like the the, the tiers, that's new. That's new to yeah. this. But it just makes sense because you have to promote from somewhere. Oh yeah. Well, my my only thing though is you know they introduce the super guardians. They all have these like cool outfits, and one dude's like radioactive with like flamethrowers coming out of his arm. And you know she finally gets promoted to super guardian from well, I think it's like sub guardian or something. Uh-huh. And she keeps the sub guardian outfit. I'm like. Okay, I guess that's a personal choice, but, you know, you could come up with something a little bit more flair, you know, maybe like a cape, throw that in there, you know, something like that, but we'll see. I, I doubt a it. A lot of these costumes have been around since the 70s with very yeah. little changes. I, a purple mohawk dude? Come on now. He's pretty cool. Have you read the the DNA stuff with him? DNA? No. The Abnett and Lanning. Dan Abnett and Andy Lanning. I, I know Abnett from Warhammer, but that's about the extent of my Did Abnett you read any Guardians of the Galaxy? Oh, okay, yeah. Well, okay, when he shows... He was in a lot of War of Kings. Um, I remember. He's actually really cool. And when he gets okay. a black costume, I love it. Black costume's really cool. I'm looking, what's her name? Isabel? Something like that. I'm trying to think. They call her Izzy. Also, who's... I mean, I don't want to give any spoilers, but is her grandfather someone that we're supposed to know? Yes. Okay. Um, and I will, I will switch to that in a second. Isabel oh. Dare. Yes. Isabel Dare. Isabel Dare, new character, but her grandfather, who is in the issue... Hickman plays fast and loose with it because Marvel does not own this character. Oh. But her grandfather's name is Dan, her last name is Dare, and there's some connection between Captain America and this Dan fellow. Dan Dare is kind of a, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna get this wrong because I don't know the character particularly well, but I did look it up because it was clear that it was important. Yeah, yeah. Is like an old British Buck Rogers type character oh, who inspired a lot of characters that we know today. Okay. So Marvel does not own him. But they just kind of... But they can him. say his name is Dan, and he has they the last say, name of Dare. They can say his last name is Dare. Which yeah, that's, that's kind of the yeah, thing. Okay. But, um, but yes. So the idea is she has some kind of legacy, which he talks about a little bit. So yeah. she's keeping on with the family legacy. Okay, gotcha. Uh, I didn't like this issue as much as the others. I thought it was solid. But it didn't have as many super cool things in it. It's a little bit more, just more standard comic book issue. I, I actually, I liked it better than four. I mean, I, I liked one to three a lot just because of the introduction of the characters and I wish they had, I don't want to say extended that a little bit more, but flushed things out. But obviously, I mean, it's Hickman. It's all going to tie together. There's something going on. Um, I just want to get back to the more bio stuff. Just as a future thing. The bio I, stuff? The bio stuff. I, you know, I have, I have a thing for races that are bioorganic weaponry. Oh, okay, so specifically the Mars stuff, you mean? Yeah, okay. so, yeah, so, like... I, I thought mean, you meant the character bios. Oh, no, 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 yeah, no, I meant, like, biological. Like, you know I love the Yuzong Vong and Star Wars and stuff like that. So any race that has, you know, like, bugs as weapons or something like that, I'm always going to be... <laughs> bugs as weapons! Exactly, why They're not? They're terrifying. <laughs> exactly, people hate them enough as is, so why not make them giant and kill things? So, so but, yeah, so I, I really liked it, I mean, it was an easy transition, like I said, being a Green Lantern fanboy. Uh, to kind of grasp what was going on there. So, that was pretty good. And then Six is about Miss Universe or something, Six right? is going to be about Captain Universe. Captain Universe. Um, Not yeah. some muscly chick. Which, yeah. Captain Universe is another title character. It's a, it's yeah. a title that is... Well, it's not even a title. It's a, the power cosmic 
goes from person to person. Like I said, it was Peter Parker Spider-Man for a while in the 80s, I believe. Um, it's been a lot of people. Gotcha. However, uh, the only thing I really know about it, and this might be considered a spoiler for issues that haven't come out, Hickman has said that for some reason, I can't remember if this is an issue or an interview I read with him, the power cosmic is currently bonded to this person and can't leave. Right. They are connected for some reason. We don't know why. We'll probably find out next issue. It'll probably have something to do with Pi. Yeah, maybe. Um, Hyperion. So let's go back to Hyperion real quick. Yeah. Um, before we transfer into New Avengers. We'll kind of use that as a, as a switching point, I guess. Yeah, that's a good one. So yeah. Hyperion uh, was originally introduced as a villain, I believe. He's another Superman analog. He was part of Squadron Supreme, where every character... Well, no, it wasn't Squadron Supreme first. It was like Squadron Sinister, I think, was the first version. Oh, it makes where sense. Where he was a villain. And it was all like evil versions of the Justice League. Okay. So there was a character for each Justice League? Of America, yeah. So wait, this is a DC thing? No, this is a Marvel thing. Oh, you're just... Okay. This team is introduced that are evil, and all of them are very similar to specific members of the Justice League. Okay, so it was just like an evil ripoff. More of an evil homage. Okay. You know, DC's done the same thing. I forget what their team is, but... Man Spider, you know. Or even even the the Guardians. Or not Guardians. um, the, The Imperial Guard. Same yeah. thing. I mean, Gladiator's name is Kalark. Oh, yeah. It's, it's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kal-El or however you pronounce Superman. Yeah, 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 it's the same thing. Although I think they're specifically the Legion of Superheroes. Bill McGonnell would know. I should ask him. Hyperion, so, and I'm not, a, I don't know a lot about, about Hyperion listeners, so I apologize, but I know more than Pierce. So let me, uh, yeah, let me explain the little I do know and make yeah. it sound good. Don't worry, um, we'll get to DC and I'll do most of the talking. So. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I'm a Marvel guy. I read a lot of independent stuff as well. Pierce, you kind of read a mix of everything. Uh, yeah, I, I actually, my first jump into comics was DC, was Green Lantern, honestly. I jumped in uh, at Rebirth and kind of been reading up through Blackest Night, but um, started actually Marvel with um, Spider Island, and so that was my introduction to Marvel, and then I actually went back and, um, well, it might change. We'll see how it goes in the next issue, but Invincible, I might say, is my favorite t- uh, okay. title overall. Yeah, we'll but, talk about that. So I'm a mix, yeah. At a few so, points. But anyway, so back to, to to New Avengers and Hyperion. Yeah, so Hyperion started as this villain. Yeah. Then they introduced another version. Because I believe even Squadron Sinister is from another universe. Okay, yeah. Squadron Supreme. Then then the, there's been several versions of Squadron Supreme. The only one I've read in detail was Marvel Zombies 5, I think, focused I've on them. I've never gotten to that series. I love Marvel. I love Zombies. Um, but so there's been several versions of Hyperion. Superman analog. Um I think Morrison wrote him for a while. Like, big writers have been attached to this character. This is a brand new Hyperion. Okay. Um, and we'll circle back to that, I think, as we go through New Avengers. Yeah. So New Avengers 1 and 2, also Hickman, um, with art duties by Epting. Uh, we should say that the art duties on regular Avengers were Jerome Pena for the first three, and for the second, at least two, I believe the second three, but I'm not entirely sure, or Adam Kubert. Yeah. Okay. Um, also, listeners, I know nothing about artists, and I'm just learning writers, so it's going to be mostly Jordan if you have any questions <laughs> about that in the future. So, um, New Avengers, also written by Hickman, but the art duties, at least for the first three issues, have been Steve Epting? It's, uh, the last name's Epting? I want to say Steve. Fantastic artist. I love his stuff. He did work with Hickman on, um, on uh, Fantastic Four or FF. I forget which one off the top of my head. But uh, excellent artist. Steve Epting, yes. Okay. Steve Epting. So, issue number one... Makes Black some... Panther relevant. Is really, <laughs> really the theme of this comic. Which Heckman's been doing since Fantastic Four. Well, that's true. He did introduce it, and yeah, that's true. He yeah. set up a lot of stuff. I, and re- rereading through Fantastic Four and FF, he's been setting this up a lot. Do you know a lot about the Illuminati? 
Aside from our I prior mean, conversations about yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, you've explained the whole, they decided they wanted to rule the world. I mean, my experience Not with... Not rule the world, but just make sure that things kept going yeah. in the quote-unquote right direction. Yeah, my experience with, with the Illuminati really came in, because I'm also a Hulk fan. I don't know why I have a green thing, but apparently I do. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and whole World War Hulk, the Illuminati's like, oh, we can't deal with Banner and the Hulk, so we're going to send him off. Uh, honestly, one of my favorite uh, series uh, was Planet Hulk, then... Basically, something happens. Planet Hulk's like, oh, I'm going to go back and mess everyone up that ruined my life. So he does. He just pretty much almost kills everyone in the Illuminati, or at least totally smashes them. But that's pretty much my understanding of that, and then you filled in the rest about it. Yeah. So Black Panther was one of the original members that they're like, hey, help us keep the world on track. Yeah. And he went, this is a terrible idea. No, screw you. I'm leaving. Yeah. So he did. Issue number one of New Avengers... We, we pick up with, with Black Panther. He's in Wakanda. Uh, there's some, there's some uh, young Wakandans who are undergoing some type of rite of passage. Wakanda is, if you don't know anything about it, it's an African nation, but it's like also the most technologically advanced nation on the earth. Yeah. So it's somehow kind of, just randomly like super advanced. But they always have been. So yeah. it's kind of this, they are a tribal nation, but at the same time, super advanced. Um, which is cool. Lots of cool design elements. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also um, like Storm's their god, so there's that. Uh, yeah, I guess technically. Yeah. I don't actually know a whole lot about how that works. But anyway, so they're on this quest thing. Black Panther shows up, they talk for a while, and then all of a sudden, a rhino, I believe? Yeah, I guess you and I weren't totally clear on... I think I'm a lot clearer after issue 30. They do explain Oh, that. do they explain yes. that? Okay. Um, yeah, so rhino runs out of the buff... He runs out of one universe, or he runs through a wall that they can't see into a, a section of the planet that they can see. Yeah. They follow him back through the... I was calling it a portal. It's a little bit more clear what it is I now. thought it was like a shield thing, but It's yeah. more like... Uh, well, I don't want to spoil... Yeah, I, yeah, I want to yeah. go through this in, in, in the right order. So, they follow back through the wall, let's yeah. call it, and they find some other character. Everything's all of a sudden shaded red. There's like a huge red, planet yeah. Earth in the sky above our Earth. Um, these other characters... One is called Manifold, which connects to Avengers, because there's also a character named Manifold, Eden Fessy. He's awesome. Lots of great diaper jokes. And um, then this other character called Black Swan, which even they acknowledge is a dumb name. Not her specifically, but the, the Illuminati But everyone does. is all like, really, really? Like, Black Swan, really? really. Um, but Black Panther encounters them. They're talking, uh, I almost said Mandarin, but that's not right. Uh, Sumerian. I don't, uh, is that a fake country? I'm assuming. No, ancient Sumerian. Sumerian, wait. Uh, what? It's the original language. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha, <laughs> gotcha. Or one of the original languages. Um, I'll have to find you a copy of Snow Crash, because it's a great book. You should okay. check it out. So they encounter them, He they switch over to English, they talk for a bit, and then they I, I w- all right. blow up the earth in the I sky. was going to say, don't say that thing. Like, that's like the crux of the issue. But okay. Yes. It's, they blow up earth. Not our earth. The, the, the other earth. They blow so, up the other earth. They blow up the other earth. So he's like, that's weird. Yeah. And the next thing we pick up with is him calling the Illuminati into Wakanda, including Namor, who just pretty much destroyed his country in AVX. Wrecked it. And we leave the issue. Yeah. Issue number two, we find out that he's captured Black Swan, so she's in the basement of uh, Necropolis or whatever. Yeah. And he he tells Namor, when this is over, I'm going to kill you. That was a cool part of the book. Yeah. Well, I mean, Namor was like, oh, you had to come crawling to us for help, huh? And he's like, don't get me wrong, I need you, but I will kill you. So basically, Black Panther says, I hate the entire idea of this, but we're going to need your help. Because what I found out, what she, what Black Swan has told me is, okay, so you have the timeline of the universe. Pierce and I like timelines. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure we'll get Sliders, that yay! Um, 
you have the timeline of the universe. Universe begins with the Big Bang, ends with the Big Collapse or the Big Crunch, depending on which version you're using. Death of the universe, whatever. The heat death of everything, which is the phrase John the Tank one loves. Yeah, it's word. been filtered through FF Fantastic Four this now. And between there, you have multiple realities. Uh, Pierce and I do do a podcast in one. We don't do another po- a podcast in the other one. Um, I ate honeycomb for breakfast. I didn't eat honeycomb And so that creates another universe, you splinter. So you have tons of universes. So you have the creation of the universe. You have space dust coalescing, making Earth. Then you have, later on, you have the destruction of the Earth. And then you have the destruction of the universe. All of which I understand the Earth forming as a constant in every universe. Right. So those are the three constants. The four constants. Yeah. Creation of the universe, creation of Earth, destruction of Earth, destruction of the universe. Yes. In every version of the universe. However, in one... Earth was destroyed. And prematurely. Earth, prematurely. Because Earth is so important, it caused that entire timeline to, dis- to disappear. So that left some space. So the two closest universes came closer together. Their Earths collided, destroyed each other. Those timelines collapse. So now you have the entire multiverse collapsing in on itself. So the question that the Illuminati, the New Avengers, are left with is, okay, this is going to happen. A lot. It's going to happen a lot. We're going to have eight hour, an eight-hour window the first time from when we detect it happening to when one or both Earths will be destroyed. Either our Earth is destroyed, the other Earth is destroyed, or both Earths will be destroyed. Yeah. Can we, A, find a way to stop it? And the timeline's going to get shorter every time. Like, eight hours the first time, next time... Like it will accelerate each, yeah, yeah. each time. Um, or are we willing... As the smartest men on the planet, superheroes, kind of, depending on who you're talking about, are we willing to destroy another universe to save our own? And then steps in my arguably favorite character in this title, and the reason it actually drove me to pick up the, the, the back issues, um, it basically Captain America is like, nope, no, 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 this is not an option. We find a way. And Tony Stark's like, Dude, come on. We, we might have to kill another... And he's like, no. We are above this. We will figure out a solution. I was like, yeah, Captain America. Now, you have not read issue three. Nope. I have. Anyone listening to this who's read issue three... Is going to think I'm an idiot? No, they're probably just laughing at you. Not out of he's an idiot, but out of, oh, it's going to be funny when he reads issue three. Oh, great. Okay, great. Um, they also decide in issue two we're going to reassemble the Infinity Gauntlet. True. Yes. Um, Plays heavily in issue three. I'm not going to spoil it for Pierce. Um... Plays heavily in the issue three. I figured as much. Um, yeah, and so that's. I think that's about all we can talk about. I'm going to read this in 30 seconds. No, you're not going to read it in 30 seconds. You're probably You don't right. want to even flip through it. Oh, don't man. even flip through it, because you will be mad at yourself for doing it. Okay. It's good. It's good. All right. So, yeah, Hickman is Hickman's awesome. smart. Um, and, yeah, I'm interested to see where it goes. Also, I mean, the the big thing that kind of tied issue five of Avengers to new Avengers. Only four. No, Five. The talking about the Force thing, Black Swan's th- thing about the person that she has to sacrifice all the Earths to. Oh, okay. And oh, so, yeah, 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 there's someone that everyone is running from in Avengers number five. Because there's, like, this alien invading force. They think it's an invading force. And then the the Imperial Guard, you know, like, mentally destroys some dude and gets all his secrets. And you're like, oops, they weren't invading us. They were running away from someone. Yeah. yeah. And they just happened to be running through us. Yeah. It so, was a big misunderstanding. Uh, yeah, you know, we figured it was an attack, whatever. But, yeah, no, I took that as a... They were okay, running, from the, f- running from the same thing that Black Swan mentioned in um, 
what is it? A new Avengers number one or whatever. The, uh, two, two. Or three. Yeah. So let's let's circle back around to Avengers number four then now. Yeah. Because okay, so Hyperion, like we already oh, said, is true, from yeah, another yeah. universe. He's not from our universe. His universe collided with another universe, just like in New Avengers. Now was that... and he was standing there as That's Superman, true. holding the two apart until he couldn't do it anymore. And at the last possible second, I'm probably just paraphrasing there, but aim. Um, agents from our universe who also happen to have appeared all throughout Fantastic Four and FF, by the way. Yeah. The stuttering he aim really likes aim, yeah. I don't understand. But that, that specific character yeah, has that's been very through true. here, which is cool. They pull him out of that universe into ours. Well, not quite. I thought, I thought the universe ripped him apart and sent him into the void in between universes. Um, maybe that's what it was. And then that's where the I was just from. thinking that was once they collapsed, he was just left in the void. But okay, well, yeah, I'm, basically. I'm just yeah. From off the top of my head. yeah. So they pulled him from the void, and I'm guessing... Now, was that canon before now? No. Like, okay, I didn't know... This is a brand new Hyperion, no baggage. Okay, alright, gotcha. Fair enough. Yeah. Also, the void ties back into FF and Fantastic Four quite a bit. I even think... um, Well, I guess I can spoil this. Did you read Fantastic Four 605.1? The Nazi issue? Uh, yes. Yes, I did. Yes, I Okay, did. so in that issue, we get the the uh, origin of an alternate Fantastic Four from another universe. Um, well, it's not even Fantastic Four. They're, well, no, actually, no, wait, it is the entire Fantastic Four. Yeah, it's the entire team. Yeah, yeah. Um, in a universe where Nazi Germany won World War II. Yep. So you have... Uh, By not invading Russia. Future future world powers, don't invade Russia in winter. Just, just remember that. <laughs> wait till summer. Yeah, seriously. I don't know why you would... Nah, nah, nah. Um, not that we... You never know. Who do you, we could touch the life of some future saying, world? The conference. Jersey Shore podcast does not recommend world wars in general. Okay, that's that's we true. Do not that's very true. Them. Okay, I could agree. To that's that I one. think that's our official position. Um, we haven't written it down yet. So. Yeah, it's going to go in the manifesto. <laughs> um, so in that one, Reed Richards is a Nazi, Nazi leader, pretty He's, much like in charge. Well, eventually. Really yeah. evil dude. Um, even before he becomes Mr. Fantastic, I don't even think they call him that, but before he gains no. his powers, he uh, kills Doctor Doom. Oh, yeah. Cuts out a section of his brain and sticks it in Reed's own head. So he carries a piece of Doom with him. Like Red Skull. Yeah. Yeah, he did that thing too. Yeah, kind of. Nazis liked sticking brains in other brains. Okay. Yeah. Um, he then tricked... Um, Ben Grimm, who was Jewish, so he was a prisoner. They only yeah. used him because he was a really good pilot. Um, into killing Johnny, Sue, and I guess then did Reed kill Hitler or did Ben kill Hitler? Well, all right. I mean, you should you should. Exp- it's not like he just tricked him. It's like they did the whole spaceship thing, and the the storms were like the most devout Nazi soldiers, and so that's why they got chosen. They all fly up there, hit the, the swirly thing, come back down. Um, Reed is a telekinetic instead of um, just stretchy. So yeah, and so he Ben looks kind of like the thing, but he's more jagged. Yeah, he's like angular. Johnny isn't like Iceman, and Sue gets the firepower. Yeah, so they yeah they swap a little bit there, and yeah, basically Reed is all like, "Hey, you're standing in front of like the supreme Nazi leader. Just break your chains and smash his head in." But he still used Ben because he then killed him. Well, yeah, that's true. Pretty sure he killed him. I don't remember. But, so, in the void left by Hitler, um, Reed rises to power. Yeah. 
other superheroes fight him. He eventually uses the Infinity Gauntlet and destroys his own Earth. Yeah. I think that might have been the event that created the multiverse collapse. Do you? Uh, that is my that is my official theory. Okay, see, because it was in a Hickman issue. That that makes sense. My thought that actually makes a lot of sense, and I guess that could very well be true. My thought is that it was whoever Black Swan was talking about, because she was saying that he needs Earth sacrificed to him. And so my thought process was this dude who is, I guess, Galactic Galacticus esque, I don't know. Possibly. Um, demanded that. And maybe maybe they're correlated. Maybe that Reed Richards is that force with that infinity. Pretty bomb. sure he's dead. Okay. Almost hundred percent sure. Is he? I, I didn't I remember. So. But I'm I mean, almost it's Jersey sure. Oh please no, 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 no. <laughs> no, we're not gonna pick no, that as a catchphrase. No, no, no catchphrases. Nope. Oh my word, that's so bad. I wanna die at, <laughs> I'm gonna die. Okay, I'm gonna forget that happened. Um but, okay, we're also talking about a comic book. I mean, who hasn't died and come back in a comic book? True. Fair so, enough, yeah. I mean, but, yeah. I mean, Hickman does seem a little above that, but, you know. And you technically, know. if I remember correctly, the way he died, or that it was depicted that he died, was he was standing in one place, then the, the mad celestials attacked, mm-hmm. and the next thing you see is, there's three reeds standing there, and the next thing you see is three charred bodies. So, technically, there's an out. Yeah. Like, he stepped out of the way and shoved another reed there off panel or something. I was about to say, like in Game of Thrones, but oh wait, you haven't seen that yet. No, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen season two. Um, also, Fantastic Four, FF, uh, things that mesh up with Avengers, New Avengers, Future Franklin, Future Valeria come from the future, hence the names, Whoa. the future in, in their names. That I'm Golly gee, mister. But they're in this white space where Franklin has created a pocket universe to keep them alive, and it seems to be that they are jumping from the last possible point before all of reality is destroyed in the same event that New Avengers takes place in. That's what everything seems to hint at. I I can totally see that, but the only problem being, he doesn't have access to the Fantastic Four. Like, he... he, They're all... Who's he? Hickman. Hickman does. Hickman does? He's got Reed. All you have to say Uh, is this happens before that. Yeah, I forgot about the whole timeline thing doesn't have to match thing. Yeah, it, it has to match in the long run, but not in the short run. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, never mind. Okay, you're right. So, um, but even then, he doesn't have to have access to them. But I mean, if they did an event, because this is leading to an event, obviously. It's leading, yeah. well, it's leading, it's to, leading to infinity. To to the Thanos event. And yeah, I, I mean, that's not even really a spoiler, because you see his face on the front page. Which I feel bad for who's ever writing Age of Ultron, because he's just getting... That's a, that's Bendis. That's apparently, from what I understand, that's going to tie into this. Is it? Because I feel like everyone's overlooking that and jumping straight to Hickman's thing. I think it's just because it was just announced. Yeah. Okay. People like Ultron, they'll, they'll pick it up. But, Even um, though he looks... Th- I, I don't know if you saw the, the spoilers, uh, you know, getting off track, the spoiler pages for that that were released online. For Ultron? For Age of Ultron. Uh, no, I don't think so, no. Um, if people, if you haven't heard of Reddit, go on Reddit. It's the best website in the world. If you haven't heard of Reddit, if you haven't tried out Google, go to Google and then Google Reddit. Uh, Yeah, that's exactly it. Or you can Bing Reddit. I don't know what'll happen. Uh, (laughs) Bill Gates might write you a letter saying, thank you. Your Uh, computer will blue screen. Uh, but basically, um, on our comic, our dash comic books, which is their comic book page, um, someone posted a couple, uh, leaked pages of Age of Ultron. I think I saw it. I just didn't, I didn't follow the link. Why does Ultron look like a Nihilus? A Nihilus being a bad guy from another universe with a bunch of bugs, which I'm kind of, you know... Because they were probably both created by Jack Kirby. 
Fair enough. Probably. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, that would make sense if they're they're both... Well, I don't know. It's the same reason Galactus looks like the Celestials looks a lot like members of the Imperial Guard. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Okay. He really likes things coming off the ears. And, he's yeah. got some very specific... And cool. I'm not, I'm not knocking him, but he's got some very specific traits he likes to give characters in their design. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, like skirts. Yay! Skirts! <laughs> and lines. Skirts and lines. And, oh, and, lots of and, lines. And horn type things. Did he invent aim then? Because they're yeah, just all lines. Did he invent lines? <laughs> invent lines? Jack Kirby invent lines. But, um, what was, what was the title? Oh, can, uh, I mean, have we sufficiently covered that? Because I wanted to jump to, speaking of, um, um, skirts, I wanted to jump to Deadpool real quick. Unless you had anything more to say um, about New Avengers? Why don't we call this one and then pick up with uh, Deadpool in the next test slash possible episode. Okay, sounds good. So uh, this is Jordan from Jersey. This is Pierce from Jersey. We're Jersey Shore. <laughs> All right. The podcast. We're not sure about anything, but we are from Jersey. Uh, yeah. Most sure. of this is complete speculation and probably wrong, so we're not sure. Yeah. Thanks for listening to Jersey Shore. You can contact us at Jordan at LegionOfDudes.com. That's J-O-R-D-A-N at LegionOfDudes.com. Or follow me on Twitter at Jordan F-R-M Jersey. Thank you.